We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Great to have your company on a Saturday morning. It's a brisk, brisk one in Sydney. Adam Peacock with you. Once again, Nick Davis. Well, he came back for one week only last week, and I think he was coming back this week until Andrew Redmayne came on for the Socceroos, and he's keen to avoid me after the Socceroos' glorious passage was opened up thanks to the pause of Redmayne earlier this week, and they're off to the World Cup. And Nick, is it some suburban ground coaching AFL today. So Morgan Tiranui, former Wallaby, is here of Stan Sport. How are you, Morgs? Mate, very happy to come off the bench. He never works, does he? Is he, is he at the track? Is he coaching? What's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's cashing a check from someone, I'd say. But, Nick, if you're listening, go the Socceroos. <laughs> <laughs> he gives it to me. He'd be on the bandwagon now, surely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all are. He's like one of those uh, trains in the subcontinent. <laughs> and you've got like 4,000 people on it. He's right up the front, like just surveying the land, he's probably trying to get a gig as a kicking coach or something like that for the Socceroos. <laughs> yeah, he'll have a role there soon, surely. <laughs> How's things, Morgs? Very good, very yeah. good. In the middle of rugby season, coming into Super Rugby, the final this afternoon, and then all eyes move to the test series with the Wallabies. So exciting time for rugby, and just like you with a dad running around after kids watching sport as well. I saw you with a big Randwick uh, rugby club puffer jacket on just to keep warm in the, uh, the, the sunny climbs of a... June, Saturday afternoon, so you'll be here, there and everywhere, like a lot of the listeners out there, the parents out there, ferrying kids. Yeah, that's it. Unfortunately, my wife, Alyssa, does most of the heavy lifting because uh, I'm in here this morning. Although I had the puffer jacket on because SEN are doing their bit to save energy. It was freezing in the office this morning. <laughs> well, Put the heater on. Well, you know, like taking credence from Matt Keane, telling everyone to switch your, switch your power off. Gibbo's here and he's... Summer outfit, as usual. How are you, Gib? Yeah, good thing. Well, you know, when you've been here since 5.30, guys, <laughs> you tend to warm up a little. But um, Straight in again, eh, Gibbo, yeah. from the session? Uh, no, never. never. I, you know, Adam, you get a slap on the wrist, and if you don't <laughs> change your actions, then that's on you. Yes, so I've turned a corner. Morg's great to have you, mate. Oh, super to be. It's good. It's good to have someone prepared. Actually, there's a mm. rundown for me and everything. Oh. I actually know what we're talking about today. Awesome. Um. Rugby this afternoon? You playing Gibbo? No, we've uh, we've got a Wednesday night fixture instead. Ooh. So move over State of Origin. Well, it's on Sunday, but uh, yeah, we've got top billing, <laughs> Tantal and Oval taking on Maccabee, who are off to the Jewish international games. Okay, so they're gearing up for that. It it, it does have a, a bit of a different vibe, doesn't it? The the midweek specialty under the under the lights instead of yeah. the weekend special. Well, you know. Normally, Div 6 subbies rugby is always there's a different element to it. But on a Wednesday night, it could be anything, honestly. Mate, I actually just did a, a nice dinner with the, with that whole team, the Maccabee team, the Horwitz boys. Dave Horwitz played super rugby, obviously, for the Waratahs. And many people know he's playing for that team with his brother Sam as well, and they did a function there. I've never eaten better than at the Horwitzes on Thursday night, <laughs> the function they did. They pulled the Johnny Blue and Green out, and it was and, oh. and, and the old man said, Gary Horwitz, you can give him a free plug, the Horwitzes and Maccabee, their Field to Fork restaurant in the east, and he made these truffle burgers. I tell you what, I nearly didn't fit through the door this morning. <laughs> it was that good. So hopefully they ate too much and you guys can towel them up. Well, there you go. You didn't need the heater on. You just got the insulation yeah, from I do have a couple of layers these days. What was their 5'8 looking like, Morgan? Um, <laughs> Is he looking handy or? 
Uh, he looked pretty good, actually. Oh, uh, he okay. hits hard because he's Dave Horwitz. He's played 50 games of Super Rugby. Yeah, he won't be playing in that team, surely. Yeah, I think he's going to have a run. He needs yeah. it. He's playing. He's going to Israel. What about the open side flanker? Is it some six foot five Samoan? Nah, nah, no, no, no Samoan. The, the best thing is they talk about recruitment. They're just trawling through team lists looking for <laughs> Jewish sounding names, trying to find heritage. Hey, hey we're, a, we're a multicultural society. It's not to say that someone from, you know, could have bonded over the relationship and then produced this behemoth to go and play rugby and smash Gibbo one night. Well, there's already blow-ups within that whole community because South Africa have a Nigerian Jewish prop who's about 140 <laughs> kilos, and the only way they know he's Jewish because on his Wikipedia page it says, son of Jewish parents. So they think that's uh, enough. So whatever enough. gets them in there, there's some recruitment going on anyway. Listen, uh, you're listening to the, the Mowers Club, brought to you by Toro Mowers, and uh, the, the competition's Finished, finito, at toromowersclub.com.au. You've got 3,000 entries or, or yeah, the like? Uh, Toro were really pleased with that. Um, they are contacting at the moment all the winners, so they're still finalising those details. But, yeah, that finished on Wednesday. So big thank you to everyone who joined in the competition. And, yep. uh, yeah, if you won, you'll be hearing from Toro pretty soon. Sweet. Now, welcome to listeners on 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 SEN on the Gold Coast, listening on the SEN app. And the Mowers Club podcast, all across SEN, the podcast are going gangbusters across everything, including us here on a Saturday morning. Absolutely. Don't roll your eyes like that, Gibbo. We're, we're flying. Um, call us on 1300 01 1170. Also, the text line 0457 736 736. Now, coming up on the show this morning, we're crossing live to Japan, Morgan. Mitch Duke, who was uh, the starting striker for the Socceroos on Tuesday morning. And also one of – there was a five-a-side team that congregated by the pool in Doha for a few hours I after. see this, yes. And he was leading the line in that as well. I think Martin Boyle might still be in that pool <laughs> with his shin pads on <laughs> and full kit. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll cross over to Juki. Um, Matt Dunning, former teammate of yours as well. Well, he's only – a former half teammate of yours these days, Matt Dunning, he's, uh, he's in remarkable shape. He's an actual shadow of his former self. And his favourite saying is, you know, what Phil War says about him, he's the only player in the history of professional rugby to look better after playing than he did <laughs> while he played. <laughs> so we'll catch up with Matt a bit later on. I, I want some stories. Surely between you two, like PG, obviously, nine to, couple. 9 to 12 on a Saturday morning here at SEN. Uh, an Australian Golf Digest reporter, Evan Priest, who is uh, on the course in Boston, and we're all set up for a magnificent weekend at the US Open. There's some uh, big names at the top of the leaderboard, none bigger than your man, uh, who you might have or may not have um, had a little investment on, Morgs, John Rahm. Yeah, there's a, there's a little punters club uh, in the Stansport Rugby crew. Ollie Silverton is our producer, and Sean Maloney, a good mate of yours, and, and mm -hmm. we we're on Rahm. He's probably our only one left. We've had a crack, I had a crack at um, Xander Shoffley, he's rubbish. He's no good. No good. So I've done my cash there. And I think we've got Ram, and that might be it near the top of the leaderboard. So we're all in on him. Colin Morikawa's up there. Rory McElroy's up there. Scheffler's still there. Beats still the heart of Nick Davis, who's just, oh, he's in love with it. He thinks he's Rory McElroy, actually, Nick. But um, yeah, uh, McElroy's one off. Morikawa at five under. Uh, John Ram. Unfortunately, Cam Smith, he missed the cut by a long way. So um, we'll bring Leash, to... Leash is about one over, I think, with a hole to play. Yes. Yeah, so he'll make the cut. But I don't know if many Australians are going to contend because it's a pretty stacked leaderboard towards the top. Uh, and, of course, later on, Lord Sir Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au will be joining us to give us all the odds, the rundown, everything, and you get to have the stupid multi this week. So you can have a multi on anything you want. 
and it can be stupid. Yeah, thanks for the uh, heads up. <laughs> no worries. So anything you want, anything you're allowed to, I don't know if you've yeah. you're precluded from with accreditation practices across Rugby Australia or anything like that from investing in certain sports, but go wide. You can go on yeah. Latvian lacrosse if you wanted to. Wow. Can we get a price on Wednesday night's fixture? <laughs> Gibbo? Get a price uh, yeah. on Gibbo surviving it? Can we get a couple of try assist markets up there for oh. me? Because uh, over and unders, okay. I'd say over two and a half. <laughs> Ooh, a little same game multi. Oh, yeah, 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 we'll build a multi for, from top sport. The home <laughs> of the best multis. I hope your opposition isn't listening, Gibbo. No, <laughs> I can assure you, they definitely <laughs> won't be. Might be listening on the podcast on Thursday, so <laughs> retrospectively. Yeah, true. Uh, NRL, remember, SCN every week will broadcast four games, including this afternoon. The Sharkies taking on the Gold Coast Titans from Coffs Harbour with Matt White, Tim Manor and Gary Pelcher. Do they get to go up there? They, is Whitey up there in the, with the crew Yeah, at I, the Big I think, Banana? I think they might be. Bastards. Coffs Harbour. Gary Pelcher lives up Casharina, I think, so he'll be close yeah. to him. Come on down. And They're probably on the 5th at Bonville right now, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> that's the warm-up. That's a nice place to be, isn't it? 5th at Bonville. What wasn't a nice place to be? Hawks last night was Four Pines Park around the seventy-fifth <laughs> minute mark. <laughs> As a manly fan, twenty-six oh. twelve up, cruising, and then whack, whack, whack. Wait a minute, lost the game. The Cowboys immense comeback. Well, he was he was all over. I remember, I remember they were just thinking, oh, well, just let's not put players back on. Let's save them for next week. We're, let's look to next week. Let's, where's the table? What's the live ladder looking at? Oh, if the Bronx lose, we're looking good here, and then. What happened? <laughs> it's, it was weird. It Like sitting there, it was one happened and you went, oh, no. Yeah. And usually when one happens, you go, oh, that's all right. We've still got that buffer. But yeah. the immediate thought was when one went over, it was like, oh, no, as a Manly fan. But, yeah, Cowboys just don't give up. Like um, I had a chance for my other gig, Code Sports, to go and chat to a couple of uh, – Bit of bruising. Yes, thanks, Gibbo. Well done, Tim Warren. <laughs> <laughs> is he the king no, of the Bruce, is he? He's just tick one off. Yeah, one okay. Off. Tick one off. Well, went down and the Cowboys uh, had a chat to a couple of them and uh, they were saying that our their preseason was just brutal. But you'd know it, Morgs, when you're preparing for a season and you're going through it and you're miles away from where the end goal is, you're thinking to yourself, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this run in 90% humidity? And it's 4,000 degrees, blah, blah. But then you get to a night like last night in the last 10 minutes, and they just run over the top of you. Yeah. And, and you can go to those reserves. And when you're in it, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. It's surviving that minute, that mm. session, that week, that block. And especially especially where they do their preseason, it's not a, it's not gentle like Sydney is. And, and it's, a, it's a different season. It, it is a, a war of attrition. It is consistency right throughout the season, the rugby league season. Rugby mm. was very much around peaking for big things so you could be quite scientific. There's still an element these days of just being tough in rugby league, mentally tough to be able to fight through it. And the Cowboys look like they out-toughed Manly. Mentally so, yes, yeah. definitely. And Manly, not there. Uh, Melbourne 32, Brisbane 20. Pretty good performance from Brisbane. A lot of... Uh, a lot of injury issues for the Bronx, but uh, Melbourne, as Melbourne do, got another win for a change. Uh, also in Melbourne, St Kilda got dusted by Essendon last night in AFL. Um, Bombers have been under the cosh big style um, down there. Did you ever fall into an AFL team down there? I stuck with the Swans, obviously, okay. been at the Tars. We were pretty tight with the Swans boys there, so I took it down there. One of my best mates is a St Kilda fan down there, and he just has the worst life. Never seen them <laughs> win a competition uh, what is it? What is the, the hope that kills you? His hope yeah. has been gone years ago. 1966 was yeah. the only he one. He still refuses to to book hol- uh, holidays around September because he thinks they're going to go deep just in case. 
And then halfway through the season, he starts looking at Hawaii and places like that because <laughs> he knows they're in trouble. Uh, got a mate on the board there as well, Adam Hilton. And every year it's, oh, we're going to be 5-0. and we're gonna, This is the year. This is great. The five-year plan's coming to fruition. <laughs> oh, poor buggers. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, the Saints have a tough run ahead as well. They're looking to stay in the eight. All of a sudden, they looked at it as a top four side, but uh, they've got games to come against the Swans, Carlton and Frio. And Frio is certainly a very good side, as the other two are on their day. NBA, um, don't know if you caught this yesterday, Golden State, too good for Boston in uh, in game six. Steph Curry didn't land a three-pointer in game five. I think it, it broke a streak of some ridiculous stat where he's landed at least one three in a playoff game, but then bounced back and drains 34 points in his name, finals MVP, averaging over 30. For the finals. What a freak. Yeah, and, and to go and do it there, game six, go and do it away. Knowing you've had that one in your back pocket, that that's that's a great performance. You know, a lot mm. of teams are thinking, oh, yeah, we, we might be a chance at game six, but we've got them covered when we move back home. The advantage of having that last one at home, uh, they didn't. They showed they are the true champion team by going and doing the business away from home. Uh, the golf, as mentioned, we'll bring you up to date with Evan Priest um, totally in about 45 minutes' time with uh, round two wrapping up in Boston at the US Open. Nick Kyrgios is into the semifinals of Hulla, which is one of the big uh, grass court leading events to Wimbledon. They've got Queens on this week in London and over in uh, in Germany. This is the, the event that Roger Federer basically owned. I think he literally does own part of it as well. But uh, overnight, Nick beat um, the Spaniard Pablo Carreno Busta. 6-4, Love saying that name. Uh, and he plays Hubie Hercatch, who was the man who... Def- last defeated Roger Federer in his last ever match. That's why Federer wants to come back, I think, because he lost that last set that he ever played at Wimbledon, 6-love. Yeah, you, you can't you can't let him be that trivia question. <laughs> no. Roger's thinking, I don't want to be playing trivia pursuit with my kids when I'm a bit older, and that question comes up. Where do you stand with Nick? He, uh, he was at it again last week when he lost to Andy Murray in Stuttgart. Yeah, it's, it's the – is it the year now? I don't know if it is already. No, <laughs> it's just oh, – you want to love him. You want to love him unconditionally. It's like that kid that he's, he's sneakily your favourite yeah. but continues to disappoint <laughs> you at times when you hope he will. He's amazingly talented. He does great things. And what was great to be be down at the um, the tennis at the Australian Open this year was was seeing everyone, the entertainment factor of getting behind him. Mm. If we can just have a little bit more decorum, I suppose, on the tennis yeah. court, we'd be happy. But maybe we just have to take that flawed part of him with it as the total package to enjoy the entertainment value he brings and possibly connects with different fans for tennis as well. Maybe tennis needs guys like that. He, watching him, it says a lot about yourself, about what you get out of. Which way you are. It's yeah. the human condition, <laughs> yeah. personified. Yeah. Like how you how you react emotionally, Gibbo, to watching someone like Nick Kyrgios play tennis. If you get carried away, why would you want to be disappointed by someone who you know you're going to be disappointed by eventually? I love Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. I think what he's doing for the game, and I think a lot of younger people as well like Nick Kyrgios and what he was doing with the cock. Unbelievable stuff this year. Mm, incredible stuff. Absolutely. Um, by the way, you, was that a side benefit, was it, of being at Stan Sport? Oh, you get to was. go to the tennis? Don't yeah. worry. Well, then I milked <laughs> I it. I didn't miss that. I absolutely milked it. I, I want nine, need to get all the rights to everything. I'm in the office of Mike Sneesby. I'm saying, I want Olympics. I want everything. What else can we get? They don't have the Olympics. That's what I'm saying. I want it in the future. <laughs> Sneesby. Oh, okay. You I want, want Sneesby to go in and open the, the check. Yeah, come on. Let's yeah. go. So Morgs so, can go on junkets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. LA. LA. LA, 28. 32, yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. Commentate the sevens. Well, go into Sneesby's office next week. Yeah. 
and say, Mike, buddy, pal, the next World Cup, soccer World Cup I'm talking about, means yep. it doesn't have a broadcaster yet. The 2026. You know where it is? USA, Mexico, and Canada. Oh, yes. See, this, this is it. This is... Have, you got, have you got Mike's number there? Yeah. Let's I'm call allowed, him on air. I'm not allowed to share it. Cole, call it. No, no. I don't think he knows that I have it. Let's go through the switchboard. <laughs> <laughs> Open the checkboard. Mike, Morgs wants to go to the World Cup. What else can we do? We've got the French. We've got the Wimbledon yeah, as well. you've got all the tennis covers. You've got the USA. Well, I'm not important enough to get a gig on those yet, but I'm working hard. Yet. Yet. Uh, surfing, Gibbo, you can come in here. El Salvador, good result for one of our best uh, at yep. the El Salvador, what is it, the Open or the, it's the work, WSL event over there. I think it's the Surf City Pro, Adam. Surf El City Salvador Pro. are trying, so they got a new president, a young president, and they're trying to change their image within Central America as a good surfing tourist destination. Uh, you know, there's a few sketchy things that happen there. But anyway, Steph Gilmore, she won the women's side. She won a comp last year in Mexico, if I remember correctly. This win for her is awesome because it takes her into the top five. Now, in the WSL, the top five all compete in a finals day. And if Steph can catch fire, she could potentially win her eighth world title. So really good for her. On the men's side of the draw, Griffin Colapinto from America. He he won the event over Felipe Toledo, one of the good Brazilian guys. Hmm. Uh, in the semifinals, three out of four were Brazilian. Now, Morgs, I'm not sure if you follow the surfing, but on the men's side of the thing, the Brazilians dominate. Yep. Felipe Toledo, Gabby Medino in uh, Medina and Idolo Ferrero. They all dominate. So it was good to see Griffin Colapinto get a win. The next stop on the tour will be over in Brazil. So hopefully the Aussies can catch a bit of fire. They tend to uh, not like Brazil too much, but hopefully they can get a few wins. I like Brazil. It's a great joint. Well, the Brazilian surfers actually really changed the game. They're the ones that brought back lots of aerial manoeuvres mm. and then some of the classical surfers, the sort of bigger, heavier, taller guys were struggling. The little guys, little Brazilian guys that came and did amazing tricks really just changed the game in surfing. It's probably another thing Stan Sport need to get, the surfing <laughs> rights. Absolutely, you reckon, Fox, you know? yep. Adding really... the surfing, we'll go to everywhere, France, El Salvador, Brazil. Well, take me there. But yeah. the thing with the Brazilians is what's really cool and the uh, attitude starting to change towards them because they're like a big family on tour. They all get around one another, like yep. uh, Gabby Medina and Italo Ferreira, both lost in the semi-final. You know, usually they'd be down, but no, they were there supporting their man, Felipe Toledo. So it's good to see, and Australia are trying to do a similar thing. Mm. So they're all trying to be one big community, and hopefully they can all lift each other up. Oh, if, if there's one thing that you want to emulate, it's a Brazilian. Uh, we're off to a break on the Mowers Club, and uh, overnight... We're going to talk about this, and Morgs, I want your take on it, because you've experienced something like this. England absolutely gave it to the Netherlands in the cricket. It was an incredible scorecard. We'll talk about that. Don't forget your text on the text line. Let us know what's on your mind this morning on the Mowers Club, 0457 736 736. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.